Around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. From the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores. From the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores. From Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Enter Merlin, but beware, do not interrupt his magic.
Hi, and welcome to the latest edition of Merlin's Magic, produced and presented by me, the Merlin. And we open the proceedings with a band I have not played before. They are called Hoinville, and the track was Wishful Thinking. And next up, we have a piece by a band called Callan. I don't know anything about this band, but it is taken from their album four minutes ago. FM, the sound of magic. So that was Callan, not Cavern, as I said in the introduction. <laughs> anyway, every once in a while, tracks and albums are sent to me. And when this one arrived, I was immediately drawn to it because of its title, which was Inspiration. And Inspiration was the name of my band. So I just had to give the album a listen. 
and I felt drawn to a track called Constantly and it stuck in my head and so I hope to return the favour and play you the track so that you get it stuck in your head. So here is Sophia and Constantly. Runcorn and Pagan Media Studios and this is a track from an album called Belladonna and Aconite by a band called Incubus Succubus. It was produced by my former colleague Steve Payne and the track is called Song of the Siren.
nothing more than sitting down and listening to Colgen FM. Are you an urban witch? If so, a city is a place that is potentially filled with opportunities. But it does require some ingenuity. You may be able to find a meditation group based in a local church. However, you may find that living in a flat or an apartment is a bit of a squeeze, but you can still turn it into a sacred space. You could, for instance, grow a herb garden in a window box or create a miniature altar. You could look for international markets and there you could buy herbs and oils, incense and burners, and even possibly a meditation pillow. As an urban witch, you will probably have access to plenty of culture. With a little bit of research, you could find workshops, events, and maybe even occult shops. Or you could look for events for crystal enthusiasts, Reiki practitioners, or astrologers. If you're affected by power cables, you could use crystals to reduce the effects of the interference, such as rose quartz, emerald, and sodalite. Connect deeply with the moon, or look into solar magic. A tarot deck can prove to be a great companion, but be careful of using them outdoors. There may be local bylaws that prevent you from doing so. And finally, make it a must that you take a day in the wild at least once a month. Mountains, countryside, the beach, any of those. And don't forget to take your tarot cards with you. Hello, I'm the Chesilfoot Fairy, and this is what I learned this week. I learned that if you do the crazy intersection dance in New York City, it doesn't work. Um, for those of you who missed the crazy intersection dance, it goes like this. When you're waiting at an intersection for the lights to change, you should pay attention to the white light with the little man dancing. When that comes on, you break out your best dance moves as you go across the street. And then when the red flashing hand light comes on, then you give your best round of applause for the other people dancing on the other side of the street. Fun game, right? Well, I thought so, but I tried this in New York City and it didn't work. Because nobody paid any attention. I tried everything and I learned that the only way to get their attention in New York City is if you do the crazy intersection dance buck naked. <laughs> then they noticed. <laughs> Especially the little boy fairies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Now my cheeks are pink. <laughs> okay. I'm the Dresselfoot Fairy and that is what I learned this week. Uh, but don't tell Celia that I danced naked in the streets in New York City. Okay, bye-bye. An American soldier came home today Wrapped up as cargo in an American flag He asked for one sweet silent symbol on his grave But the vegan said, sorry son, request denied Well he served as any other with his hands and with his heart He prayed to Father Sky, he bowed down to Mother Earth he honored air and water and the 
It's a symbol, it's a sign, it stands for everything divine. Excuse me, sir, I think you're wrong. I checked it the last time I read the doctrine. It said practicing your faith is not a crime. So let this soldier rest, honor his request. You sent that little girl crying home from school. Told her she was evil and she disobeyed the rules. You took away her pendant, grandmother's gift. But the other kids are free to wear their crucifix. And she knows that if you catch her, that you'll have her expelled. She's frightened every member of her family's gonna hell. She's all messed up. She's five years old. She doesn't know her rights, but her daddy is a lawyer, so get ready for the fight. It's a symbol, it's a sign, it stands for everything divine. Sorry, sir, you're flat out wrong. I checked in the last time I read the doctrine. It said practicing your faith is not a crime. So if you make these children pray, let them do it their own. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to stand up and fight for what we believe in. He's a believer and he wears it on his arm. First day New Jersey set off all of the alarms. The memo spread like wildfire that the devil had arrived, and the virus got to corporate and they fired him. By five, now all this misperception, and everyone runs scared, scared of the neighbors, and scared to declare. 'Cause the persecution's high, expelled or fired or denied. So what the hell did our ancestors fight so hard for? Sound of magic. What does it mean to be a witch? The term witch used to be a childish way of calling a girl a bitch. Today, it is still something similar, but totally different. The answer depends on who you ask. But 
Have any of you ever thought what it really means to you when you say that you are a witch? When I did this, it took a while and the penny finally dropped. It was nothing like history's portrayal. The term witch was once used to describe those who were wise or were able to gain knowledge from both nature and spirit sources. Women were generally considered to be magical and connected to the moon's cycles. And because of this, they were able to give life. During the age of the patriarch, the term witch was often thought to relate to being shameful. But in reality, women were being shamed for being themselves, meaning their connection with their bodies, their intuition and the earth. However, we are now in the age where we have discovered that it takes both feminine and masculine traits in our personality to make us who we are. Social media is now alive with people who use such terms as mystic, light worker, enchantress, wild woman, and of course, witch. As this illustrates, most of these terms are feminine and many misconstrue that they are all feminists, when in reality, they are simply people who have found a deep connection to themselves and to the world around them. They know who they are and what they want. And these people can be male or female. So what does the term witch really mean? It is someone who is in touch with their intuition and their emotional self. They know what they want and they go for it. They stand in their power and listen to their own thoughts and opinions, not those of others. They make decisions based on the information available to them and their own personal values. They know themselves and are in touch with their highest self. A witch isn't something to be ashamed of, and it doesn't mean that you are worshipping the devil or evil entities. Witches are people who should be sought out to give healing and guidance. They are the people who know who they are and they also know what they want. Blessed be.
Colden FM, the sound of magic. When Tom and I had the All-Star Academy, which was a training school for up-and-coming artists, there were a number of artists who really impressed us, one of whom was the next lady who is singing one of her own self-penned tracks. She's called Jess, and she went on to record a couple of albums and then settled down to be a mum. I really like this track. It's called Bad Dream, so here is Jess Richards.
Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. You're listening to Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And now it's time for our crystal of the month. Brought to you by Ems from Saltwater Gaia. Merry meet, this is Ems from Saltwater Gaia with this meet's crystal of the month segment. I'm a self-employed crystal healing master practitioner and teacher based on the beautiful North Devon coast, but I work around Devon, Cornwall, Somerset and further afield, including remotely. I offer other energy healing modalities, including massage and aromatherapy, but crystals are my passion and specialty. I teach courses from beginner to practitioner level and a range of workshops for children to adults at all levels as well. So this month's crystal is Tanzanite, uh, a special request by Dave, and it's one that I work with daily, so it's pretty special to me too. It is a stone that helps you to find greater meaning in life and assists you in exploring the origin and trajectory of your soul. More about that a little bit later. (laughs) So Tanzanite is a form of zoostite, and this is a stone that transmutes negative energies into positive ones and sort of plugs you into the spiritual realms. Now, tanzanite itself has an elevated and totally different energy from the zoostite, and it really packs a punch. On a spiritual level, it seriously rocks, if you'll pardon the pun. The more expensive, gemmy quality tanzanite gained a lot of popularity in recent years uh, due to QVC and the various jewellery shows on the shopping channel itself. The higher quality mineral is getting more and more expensive as it becomes more rare, and this is due to mining and overmining because of the the sort of the limited availability of the mines in, in one place. So it is expected that supplies may dwindle out in the next sort of 15 to 20 years. So tanzanite was originally discovered in 1967 at the foot of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, hence the name. Popular local legends would suggest that it was a gift from the gods since its discovery was attributed to Maasai cattle herders who first saw the blue-violet stones after brown crystals on the ground, which were zoostite, were burned in a bushfire caused by lightning. So it's here that tanzanite actually shares some sort of similarities with amethyst that it can be heat-treated to make citrine in the case of amethyst. So hence the warning that some tanzanites on sale are actually heat-treated brown zoostite. The price tag should actually alert you to the fact on that one, okay? Even if it's in its raw, lower quality form, tanzanite is expensive. I've literally sat here with one of the pieces that I work with for clients and it's you know, no bigger than my, my thumb. <laughs> and I think that costs me something like £30. So yeah, it, it is really expensive. So the colour with tanzanite changes when it's viewed from different directions, from blue to violet and purple. And this shifting colour kind of facilitates a raising consciousness. And this links it to the angelic realms, your spirit guides, and importantly, the ascended masters. And when we kind of hit those kind of levels of consciousness, we are then able to connect in and download information from the Akashic Records. Chakra-wise, it supports the brow and crown chakras. And those chakras are higher than the crown chakra, all the way up to soul star and beyond here. In addition to activating a chakra link from the root to the higher crown, which brings the, the higher mind and spiritual realm into contact with the physical realm. So in fact, it can actually strengthen the structure of chakra vortexes, so it improves the chakra system as a whole. 
Now, before I continue any further, there are a couple of crystals that are often confused with tanzanite. The first one is prairie tanzanite. And this is a purple variety of zoostite, okay, and white jade. And it is just found in this sort of like the Wyoming area, this little pocket in Wyoming, possibly other areas around. And this is a very distant, distant, distant cousin of tanzanite. However, to me, it has a completely different energy altogether. Whereas we'll talk about the energies of uh, tanzanite in a minute, but the prairie tanzanite is more grounding and balancing rather than high vibing and connecting in with ascended masters. As an aside, the prairie tanzanite is very good for kind of slowing down the mental mind chatter and making you feel supported in that respect. Now, the other one that is sometimes confused for tanzanite is tanzine aura quartz. Absolutely nothing to do with tanzanite, but it's quartz that has gone through a bonding process where gold, niobium and iridium... I think it's iridium or indium, indium, sorry, is bonded to quartz with the, the kind of force of a lightning strike. And it does give it this kind of similar blue-violet hue to the quartz. And that's a whole other subject for a whole other day, but it is not tanzanite specifically. So physically, tanzanite strengthens the immune system. It detoxifies the physical body and aura as it does so. And this sort of results in a regeneration of cells, skin and hair. And it's also said to sort of preserve youthfulness and protect against the side effects of medical or surgical intervention. So tanzanite is effective at treating conditions of the nervous system, the kidneys, the gallbladder, the endocrine system. And it's adept at balancing the thyroid. So it's a good alternative if blue kyanite isn't the right crystal for the job spiritually it's an excellent crystal to work with if you're beginning to explore your psychic gifts it's very protective and it enables your brow chakra to open gradually so that you can tap into your clairvoyant center without being overwhelmed by psychic impressions uh, from the get-go as i mentioned previously this is the perfect stone for working with angels guides and ascended masters and this is partly why I wear this as one of my chosen stones when I'm working with any healing clients during readings and often daily just as a, as a given. So at the moment I'm actually wearing it. I've got another piece that I've been holding so that it's just helping my guides to channel information through as, as I write this piece for Dave. Now emotionally, even a small stone of tanzanite is calming and soothing. It helps with overcoming communication difficulties. It's able to synchronise the heart and mind, which is helpful when you're experiencing a combination of overactive mind and underactive emotions. Despite being such a high vibration crystal that intensifies the imagination and strengthens memory, it can also promote restful sleep. Magically, it helps you to tap into those hidden abilities. So meditating with tanzanite can help to bridge the connection between you and your guides, but also with your loved ones in spirit, especially in the early days of bereavement. Magically, this stone can also help with encouraging you to trust your intuition, allowing it to guide you in the right direction, even when others may be blinding you or blindsiding you with facts and figures to the contrary. So personally, I find this stone has a very magical quality, similar-ish to Labradorite, and that's possibly why I wear it also. Now, tanzanite can also work to transform the laws of karma. Again, a whole other subject for a whole other day, maybe. But just briefly, as told to an American mining engineer in 1930 by Ascended Master San Germain. This engineer met San Germain, this Ascended Master, on a hike, okay, and this is the information that was channeled down to him. A group of seven higher level beings is referred to as the karmic board. Now, 
these karmic energies, okay, lords and ladies, they don't simply pronounce judgment based on karma, but they work to help a soul transmute their evil karma into divine light in preparation to return in brackets home via the ascension. So each of these seven masters is in charge of one of the seven rays. And each of the rays themselves have crystals that link to the work of each. Now, the seventh ray, the, the, the lady or master or to give them their proper title, Shohan, is Portia. And she is responsible for relaying the idealized message of the seventh ray. This is the ray of ritual, transformation and magic. Okay, The primary stone attached to this ray is amethyst because it holds the spiritual energy of the violet flame. However, tanzanite, charoite, purple flame agate, sugilite, and also some calcites can also facilitate the necessary connection to Portia through the seventh ray. Portia's energy instills the necessary fairness and a fresh perspective that aligns with the justice that she actually represents. So again, it's justice to do with ritual transformation and magic. And there are six other rays which are led by six different Chohans with various other crystals connected to them as well. But here's something you can try with tanzanite that um, I do all the time. So I can totally tell you this works. So if you are lucky to get hold of a tanzanite stone, if you hold it to your brow chakra with a short gap in between and just begin to gently circle it sunwise. So that's to go in a clockwise direction. And what this does, when you do this a few times, it begins to gently open your third eye. And you can work diacil or counterclockwise to kind of close it again, to kind of switch off so you can relax. So it's great at counteracting mental exhaustion. So practice closing down that chakra with tanzanite to really feel the benefits. Word of warning, when you are opening the brown chakra with tanzanite... It can, at first, make you feel a little woozy. So my advice is have a grounding stone beneath your feet just to balance you in case you feel you need it. The more you do it with this, then the more, you, you know, your, your body's sort of used to it. So you, you shouldn't have that problem. But yeah, give it a go. Let us know how you feel. Leave a comment on Dave's site. And I shall say, blessed be for now. And I will see you next month. Thank you. You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is crone. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is crone. She stirs the cauldron of all knowledge. She is the bringer of death and rebirth she stirs the cauldron of all knowledge she is the bringer of death and rebirth she is teacher and experience she is wisdom she is crone she is teacher and experience she is wisdom, she is grown In the darkness, time of sowing In the dream time, she sits and stirs In the darkness, the time of sowing In the dream time, 
She sits and stirs, sits and stirs. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is grown. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is grown. She will lead you to your dark mind. And at the crossroads, she'll be your guide. She will lead you to your dark mind. And at the crossroads, she'll be your guide. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is grown. She is teacher and experience. She is wisdom. She is grown. 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 At the crossroads with the cauldron. At the crossroads with the cauldron of all knowledge, she sits and stirs, sits and stirs. She is grown, 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 she is grown. that was Kaliana with a track called She Is Crow. And for those of you that haven't heard the story before, Celia and I were in Glastonbury along with our respective partners and we were sitting having a coffee and all of a sudden the phone rang and Celia took took the call and she said, oh yes, you need to speak to this guy that I'm with. He's a guy called Dave. And she passed the phone over to me. Well, it transpired that that person was Kaliana. We chatted for quite some time and then we became friends and we've exchanged Facebook messages and all that sort of thing. And it's just a a basis of a very good friendship that came about thanks to Celia. So that was Kaliana. And now let's move on to some more friends. A band called Malachite who live not too far from here, where I am, about 20 miles away. And they do a mix of music, but this is one of their specialties. It's a track by Malachite called Brighter Day. Thank you. 
Jamie Black and it's taken from her album Season of the Witch. This is something called Violet Flame. I really hope you like it. Oh 
John and I go back a long way, more or less from when I first came down here, which is 20 odd years ago. And he and I have worked together on a number of projects. One time I was managing his band. The track that I am going to play for you came from an album that he did not very long ago. It's very much an Indian based piece of music. Nothing to do with paganism, I just like the piece of music. So here's John Sharp with a track called Tabla Man. Your 
Around the planet on the World Wide Web Internet Radio. The next piece is by a New Age project called the Remy Arts Project and features a lady called Zara Angel on vocals. This association between myself and the Remy Arts Project came about when I was in the very, very early stages of putting Cauldron FM together. I was asking for musicians to come on board. Remy offered his music more or less straight away. And from that day to this, we've remained friends. And we still talk to one another over Skype and Facebook and all that sort of thing. And he's done a lot and lots of projects. And this is one of my absolute favorites of his. It's Remy Oates and Zara Angel doing Island of Mirrors. I absolutely love it. I hope you like it as well. As I go to bed and fall into a restless sleep by myself on an island full of mirrors all representing me tense, sweet and scary dark and creepy I wonder on this 
silent I begin to see That they all represent me to Delaware, this is Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. So I thought this show I would bring to an end in a different way. And what we're going to do is play three tracks in a row, all by pagan artists, all of whom are female. And we're going to start with a track by S.J. Tucker called The Witch's Rune. Go straight into a track by Sharon Knight called Siren Moon, taken from her album Songs of the Goddess. And then finishing up with Wendy Rule, My Sister, The Moon. I hope that you've enjoyed the show. Thank you very, very much for listening. I'm the Merlin, and I'd also like to say thank you very much to all the artists, to Ems for Crystal of the Month, and we'll see you again very, very soon. So have a great day, be safe, be careful, and above all, remember, don't predict the future, create it. Blessed be.
join with us as power builds. Dance with us, our witches rune. Father of the summer dew, hunter of the winter snows. With open arms, we welcome you. Dance with us as power grows. Dance with us, our witches rune. Silver moon, join with us as power builds. Dance with us, our witches rune. Father of the summer dew, hunter of the winter snows. With open arms, we welcome you. Dance with us as power grows.
wasted half your life awake Following her countenance so fair Your ships, your soul are cast away For a glimpse of her shining seaweed hair
night you lay your cool hand softly on my soul and fill me with sadly that brings us to the end of this program i would like to thank all the artists who have allowed me to use their music i'd like to thank emma or ems for her piece on the crystals i'd like to thank you for listening this is the merlin saying thanks very much and i'll catch you again very very soon blessed be Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! <laughs>